0: Awesome sounds. Well, hey, 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 hey y'all. Welcome back to the Let's Be For Real Podcast. It's Danika Dove. And today we are speaking to an amazing gentleman, an awesome photographer, a talented man himself, Michael Brown from Sharpshoot Media. How you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing amazing today. Thank you for such a uh a flowery introduction. I appreciate that. Not a problem.
0: (laughs) Uh, Before I actually get into who you are, from the information you shared with me, I just want to tell people how I met you. Uh, We both attended Candace Love's birthday celebration, which was also my daughter's birthday, at her cathedral, and it was amazing and fit. And I was actually pleased with how we, you know, we go around introducing ourselves with questions that we ask. And the question you asked me was, "There anything that I feared in life?" And I remember the Response I gave you gave me a very well-received uh response in regards to the fear of what makes sure I parented my daughter fairly well. And I do love the support from men as well as black men, especially, as uh I think I do a pretty good job with, with the baby group. However, I think with most parents, our our biggest question is, are we doing the right thing? And so what you reminded me of. I definitely want to say I I, I had forgotten one bit. And I always I say you know that. what people say things and some people are like, can't nobody tell me how to raise my kids. But you know, sometimes the little advice that we get here and there, you can definitely say, I, I can't forget that. That was that was good. That that looked good.
1: I uh, appreciate I'm, that. I, I'm glad you you accepted that. And, and shoot, I, I, I don't I, as a person without kids, I try not to tell people how to raise their kids. But you know what I said to you was about how you felt about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I appreciate that.
0: Thank you, thank you. So I'm going to introduce the people to who you are with a little snippet of information that you shared with me. So, Michael Brown is a visionary artist, photographer, and creative through his groundbreaking work. As the heart of his journey lies, the remarkable story of triumph or perceived limitations. Diagnosed with a life-threatening cancerous tumor behind his eye at just nine years old, Michael faced a life altering decision. Choosing resilience over adversity, he transformed what many received as limitation to a balanced channel for creativity. At the creative force behind ocularity, Michael celebrates the beauty of Black excellence and the power of city boundaries. His signature photography style, which features models with one eye obscured, challenges conventional norms and invites viewers to explore the limitless potential within us all. Michael's work was, is an ode to the human spirit's resilience and ability to overcome obstacles through art. Through ocularity, Michael is on a mission to inspire, uplift, and redefine the narrative of creativity. The story and artistry stands as a testament to the indomitable human will, a narrative that continues to captivate hearts and inspire change. Welcome, Michael. Welcome. Welcome. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. appreciate thank it.
0: Thank you. I'm glad to have you. Um, I remember at the event at Candace's spot, uh, you shared how you began. Uh, your journey. And so, as I described the life changing situation with yourself, would you mind sharing your backstory a little bit with the people in a little detail of your yeah. life?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, when I was eight, almost nine years old, um, I was diagnosed with a cancerous tumor behind my eye. Uh, it was, uh, I had fought a tumor in my sinus when I was four years old, and the the surgery they did. Uh, left a scar around my nose down my lip and they did that to save my eye but this time when it grew back it was the size of a tangerine behind my eye pressing on my eye and and they say yeah no there's there's the only way to get this is to take the eye and part of the cheekbone and some pretty extensive surgery and as a result like I said uh they you know they took my eye but that didn't really bother me as much, you know, kids are resilient and I was no different. Uh, Obviously my parents and all the adults around me were, you know, scared and worried about my future, but everything was, you know, I was, it wasn't that big of a deal to me until I went back to school, kids cracking jokes and, you know, at that age, you're really impressionable. So, um, my mom made it a point, though, to make sure that my self esteem didn't take a hit. She, whenever she see me with my head down, she, you know, make me pick my head up. I'd actually got in trouble a couple times, uh, yelled at, because she assumed that, you know, I was keeping my head down to hide my face, as if I was ashamed of what had happened to me. And I, I don't remember if that was my psychology at the moment or not, but what I do remember is my mom making a very concerted effort to make sure that I projected who I was to the world with pride.
0: You know what you just said there reminded me of the story. Of, uh, was it Ray Charles' mother? Boy, you're not stupid and you're not slow. And the com- even though it might have been rough, the way she just you know she directed her uh, encouragement to him. But I could see how that may have been like the similar path in which you took. And it's only just it's just what I
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm I'm grateful that I have sight. The only thing that's really affected is my peripherality. I have some issues with depth perception, but that happening at such a young age, my brain was able to compensate in other ways. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm not I'm not really limited by by anything. And you know, as a photographer, you know, it's a it's a it's a easy low hanging joke. You, know, you got a one eyed photographer, uh, <laughs> but the joke back, but the joke back is two eye photographers got to close one eye to take a picture. Yeah. So I'm I'm a step ahead for real. And yeah, um, yeah so I, I I don't let that limit me in anything that I do, and um, I found a way to get that message out really plainly through through my show ocularity.
0: That's awesome. What actually got you into photography? If like where did that interest grow from?
1: So I was a part of an internship, uh an apprenticeship actually, that taught videography, video editing, motion graphics, and photography. And when it came time for me to, you know, when I finished the apprenticeship and I had a job and I wanted to start a side hustle. I said, well, you know, I could start in videography, but video cameras and video equipment and, and microphones and lights and so on and so forth cost this much. A camera and an SD card cost that much. So I got, a, a, $1,200, right, I, I got a $1,200 loan from my mom, bought enough equipment to look like I knew what I was doing, even though I didn't. Uh-huh. Um and started doing photo shoots outdoors where light was in abundance, and uh, just kind of took off from there. I didn't really do much with it from 2018 when I started the company until 2020 when I got laid off from that job due to the pandemic. Big
0: yeah,
1: boy, yeah, that pandemic. The
0: pandemic did,
1: do it, right? Absolutely, uh, but it was a blessing in disguise because it forced me into. Going hard at what I really wanted to do gave me the time to be able to do so. And because of unemployment, the unemployment stimulus also gave me a nice amount of extra uh, cash to be able to do so. So I started buying equipment for my company and putting that extra money into the business, you know, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. So, so there was that. Okay. So,
0: um, You de- you describe having a big event called Ocularity, which showcased uh, several pieces of your photography work. And this first uh, event took place in your hometown.
1: Where you from? Yeah. yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Born and raised. It's proud. It's a, it's a it's a it's a great place. It's a tough town. It's cold. Yeah. Most of the year, <laughs> it's cloudy most of the year. And um, I love it. My entire family's there, and so for my 40th birthday. Uh, so, well, it begins with uh, my best friend who had lived in Houston for a while, and when she moved back to Cleveland, she just would not shut up about Houston. And I hadn't been many places, so she's like, "Oh my God, in Houston, this would be like this, and Houston was like this, and oh my God, there were so many different things to do in Houston." Yeah. I'm like, "Man, I'm, like we got all that here too. Like, don't no. be trying to play." <laughs> Where we from? Like, what are you talking about? And so you know, fast right. Fast forward a couple years later, I traveled a couple places, and a couple of those places I kind of tried on. You know, I was only there for business for a couple days, and I said, you know what? I think I could live in this place. Vegas was one of them. Vegas was the place that I said, you know what? This, I think I could do this. I think I can make money here, and you know, and, and enjoy living here. Yeah. Um, and. You know, I, I went like seven or eight different places in a year uh, traveling, doing videography. And at the end of the year, so a friend of mine said that she was going out of town for New Year's Eve. I said, I want to go out of town. And so I was like, well, Atlanta and Houston are two places that I need to get to. So I did. I looked up some tickets and the Houston tickets were cheaper. It was like in a couple days or something like that. So I said, Houston, here I come came out here, and I'm not really I'm a really a logical person I'm not really a emotional or woo-woo type person, but when I got here, it just felt like home yeah something about Houston like I mean the fact that it was eighty degrees on New Year's Eve <laughs> definitely helped <laughs> you know what I mean that definitely helped. I left four feet of snow to come to eighty degree weather okay. and people celebrate individuality here there's so because there's so many people here it's such a large city you can't help but celebrate individuality whereas where I come from you know being different made you either a target or 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 a source of ridicule yeah
0: yeah
1: and uh aside from the economic difficulties that my city is facing um at the time it was the number one poorest big city in America 50 percent of the people in Cleveland lived on $20,000 a year or less and my skills were increasing and people, you know, were not willing to to pay my increasing rates. So I came to a place where black excellence was normal, was regular, um, and and people that look like us had more expendable income and looked at indulging in the arts as self-care. Yeah. So I came yeah.
0: here. That's awesome. I would tell you, I've been in Houston over 20, years, 21 years. And the funny part is, I'm originally from Austin, Texas. So uh, I came here for college and stayed. And I tell people it's something to do every weekend. If you don't want to do nothing, you don't have to. But if you're looking for something to do, you can find
1: something to do. Anything, any yeah. type of vibe you're looking for. If you're looking for some rah rah club, it's a bunch of them. If you're looking for laid back live music, it's a bunch of like every weekend, every day.
0: Every day. Every day. I think. Uh, the arts here in Houston, like, creative vibe in Houston, I love it. Like, there's artists all caliber. Of, you can find everything you're looking for. Painting, uh, tufting rugs, you name it, and definitely photography big here. Um, actually, a friend of mine is hosting a photographer's conference. I can't think of what it's called right now. But, yeah, that, was, that actually started, I think, yesterday. I, I just noticed the Facebook late last night. I said, if uh-huh. I can find her, I'm going to find her info, and I'm going to shoot it, too. Please do. Get you in touch with her. I promise you that. I thought about it last night. I said, oh, we're going to be talking tomorrow, so I'm gonna definitely make sure I clue you in. Uh, but she's a really built photographer. She started out small, and she blossomed. She gives out a lot of good tips. Our photographers travel from all over the place. And so uh, definitely, I'm going to share that with you when we get this, uh, this conversation. But um, here, I know, uh, like you said, you just moved here not too long ago. So how do you go about, like, discovering what you want to shoot? Is it more so people, landscaping, or just a little bit of everything? What, you know, what grabbed your attention?
1: I specialize in portraits mainly. Um, I can shoot anything, right? So I can shoot events. I can shoot, you know, corporate, uh, uh, corporate events, headshots, Product photography. I'm dabbling in some more weddings. I, I, I shoot. All, I, I've done a dog's birthday party before. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was. That, it wasn't a party. It was like a birthday shoot. Like it was a, you know, like in the studio. Type situation. Yeah, it was, it was. a mess. <laughs> it, you know, very, yeah, a, a leg of lamb, a raw leg of lamb was involved in the photo wow. shoot. Okay. Uh. Yeah, he raises dogs on a on a raw diet, so okay. uh, so I so can know. do it all. But I specialize in portraits, specifically of of us, of Black people, um, and and most of my clients and models are Black women uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. So uh, I specialize in our skin tones and and how to light us, so the so that we can evoke an emotion, you know, very clearly with the with the image.
0: Oh, how do you make your clients or your figures um, feel comfortable doing a shoot? Because you know, some people I don't like to feel comfortable. I, yeah, you know, because I, I know I I know photography, and sometimes I'd be like, put some music on, and when I hear my vibe, depend you know on what it is. Like, do some people come in looking for you to know exactly the mm-hmm. direction that you want, mm-hmm. or is it something mm-hmm. that they want? How do you make them yeah. feel comfortable?
1: So it begins before the shoot. It begins with building a rapport with the individual, especially if it's a, a you know a big shoot that they say they're celebrating a milestone, a birthday, or something like that. We'll do a consultation. We'll talk about a bunch of things, and in that, I'll ask them you know what type of music they like. So I definitely use music, and I ask them the things they like about their body, the things that they necessarily don't like. Uh, but more often than not people are are it's normally the women that you know that have the issue uh, of being comfortable during the shoot because I'm a man, I'm a large man, I'm a large one-eyed man, you know <laughs> what I mean so so the discomfort is normally coming from women, uh, but because of my life history, being the oldest uh, sibling of three younger sisters with three younger sisters, having mainly woman best friends throughout my entire life hang uh, hung out with, with 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 women in college and you know i'm 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 the big brother the 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 homeboy so on and so forth so i i relate to women very very easily and within minutes of coming in the studio within minutes of arriving on the shoot i'm laughing with them i'm joking with them um you know I, I'm, I'm i make them very comfortable just with my personality just with how I, I, I treat them, but most importantly, and this is the thing that I hear most often, it's not even something that I do purposely, it's just how I am, but mm-hmm. when I've asked other models that I've worked with that question, they say that I make them feel comfortable because I look them in the eye, especially like if we're doing some sort of nude or boudoir shoot, I mean, there there have been beautiful women completely stark naked in front of my lens, but I'm looking them in the eye, I'm not making weird comments or, or, or looking in places mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah, so just my demeanor in that manner makes people, specifically women, feel much more comfortable, and the music always helps. Okay.
0: So it definitely create the energy and the vibe for them to feel comfortable Starts with the first, you know, initial communication.
1: Um, and it's important because, you know, what I do is, is timed, right? So if I yeah. got a one-hour shoot, I don't necessarily have, you know, 45 minutes to, you know, to 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 set the vibe no it's got to be quick we got to come in there and get on about business and 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 i'm telling you it's really just my spirit people feel that you know yeah. I'm, I'm i'm focused on making sure that you look your absolute best because you paid me people say well i don't take good pictures i'm like well i do that's my job that's what you're paying yeah. me for
0: yeah that's dope definitely your energy is a good energy to, to feel um, I felt that the moment we transitioned from one partner to the next, as soon as you walked, you said, hey, you got a buddy? I was like, no, come on, we can talk. And even when we ran out of time, but I was like, uh-uh, we ain't done yet. We got finish conversation. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> so absolutely. I definitely do agree. Energy is everything. And so yeah. it definitely makes me more comfortable and relaxing to shoot with someone. So to double back, we talked about the event you had called Occupy. Tell me a little, tell, I guess, the people what that was about what that was like. So, so put on your first
1: event. Yes. So it was it was hectic. Uh but I, I had community, I had a, a team of friends, models, other artists, uh helping me with ideas, helping me with you know sponsorships, everything. It happened to also be my 40th birthday celebration hey. that year. Or so yeah. So <laughs> you know people were you know, very willing to to help out and celebrate with me, but I had the idea to, you know, gather up a bunch of my signature images and make a gallery show out of it. Uh, another photographer had done a gallery show for his birthday in the city, and I said, you know, that's a good idea. I should do that with I should do that with my images. You know, I talked to him a little bit and got some advice from him on how to go forward, so on and so forth. So, yeah, well, we had the event. Uh, it was it was it was epic. It was a really really big uh, celebration. Uh, people enjoyed themselves. The people are still talking about it. Um, it was a bit discouraging to have all that buzz generated around my brand and not have a single like DM on Monday about you know or or at all after that about oh yeah let's work together let's do this is that and the other. And, um, you know, that was a bit discouraging, but the event itself went off without a hitch and everyone had an amazing time and people were really impressed.
0: One thing I will say is uh, Houston, everyone's always looking for a photographer. There's so many different events going on. People are looking for videographers, photographers for everything. But I think one of the things I, I did love that I saw from the footage that you shared with me, and of course I'll have that feature in this video for everybody that of uh, your ability to see things in an image that uh, per, the, say for instance of the bottle and you take the picture and I'm thinking, okay, I, I think it's going to look good and it's the finished product of that's me. Uh, the way that you capture like certain things in the shadow, like in detail. I'm detailed like that because I'm artsy so I can figure out what I'm looking at. As you're taking the picture, I was just like, he really did good on the pitch that was flipping through the screen. So I think Thank those you. are some things here in Houston people are gonna to gravitate towards. Um, you you can't you can't go wrong in Houston. The the diversity here, the experiences, uh it's so much to offer. So I'm glad that Definitely. you made it to the Houston area. So Me too. with that said, what has or how has your life continued to motivate you to create your art and views inside the pictures? Like what has been continually motivating
1: you to create staff? My passion has been motivating me to continue to create. And my passion is not photography. Okay. My passion is dope experiences with dope people.
0: I love that.
1: So sometimes photography provides that directly. You know, mm-hmm. I'll have a a dope experience shooting with the dope person or sometimes it provides the money to be able to to uh, afford me to be able to have a dope experience with dope people Um, to me relationships are the gift that keep on giving and so when I meet somebody that's really cool we vibe on a level whatever it is like I always want to continue that because the next time we come together you're going to be different I'm going to be different. The situation is going to be different and it's going to be brand new again, except with a couple guaranteed, you know, fun factors. Like I know the vibe is dope. I know you're a cool person. I know your mind is amazing. I know know, you're funny, you know, all those sorts of things. And when we come together again, the next time it's like a new, a brand new present, like I could do that forever, forever, forever. And so I love taking pictures of people because they, when they light up, after, like you said, after seeing, oh my like, god, that, that, that's me! Oh man, your camera take good pictures. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. The camera, come on now. The camera didn't take Not the, the picture. It was what you <laughs> the Camera saw. Just Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Saw. But yeah,
0: that's awesome. I think what uh, I remember you bringing up and mentioning that Candace event, Then when we talked the other day, um, and you even just said it earlier about um, having the one eye to see, to snap a picture with a camera. Like, I have a professional camera, but I take pictures from my clients, a my, my hairstylist. So instead of me hiring somebody, sometimes I do it right on the spot. I do the hair and makeup, hard. get it out the way. Um, but then also sometimes, you know, I hire somebody for a big branding, you know, thing, uh-huh. right? And uh-huh. so one of the things I recognize is that yeah, you do have to close that one eye so you can get right up in that shot. And I uh-huh. think that's what will make you even doper as a photographer because what people think, well, you got to have this capability. Well, you're like, it's already a gift. So I think what even made you come up with the idea for the conversation was that you, your vision was already made clear. Your story was being built for this. And I Absolutely. think that was, that was, that's, that's awesome in itself. Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. I, I really feel like though, you know with with photography there's three things going on it's a skill it's an art and it's a business yeah and you could teach two of those things you know I, perhaps you could teach the art part too but like you know i could teach you the skill of photography and someone probably not me <laughs> could teach you the business <laughs> of photography as well yeah. but um but yeah like you know I, i'm i do it because i enjoy it and i'm good at it right you know i'm i'm, I'm i've got the skill you know, I'm not perfect, obviously, and I've still got a ton of room to grow, and people trip out when I say that because, oh, my God, but they're so good. I was like, but you're not, I know people who are better, who, get, who shoot images that impress me, like, how did you do that? You know, so until I can answer those questions and until I can shoot on that level, I still got so much more room to grow, and I'm grateful for that because, you know, if you're growing, you're living. So, yeah. So tell us,
0: I know you say in November, this is your second
1: 11, event? 12, 23. Yep, 11, 12, 23, November 12th, it's a Sunday, Um, Sunday evening.
0: Awesome, awesome. So you'll have some new footage as well as new other things going on? Oh yeah, um, so yeah.
1: along with the 61 images that we shot in Cleveland, I'm not going to reuse them all for this show, uh, but many of them, but we've also got 27 Brand new images of Houston models and Houston clients, including some local celebrities like uh, Candace Love and Docs Digla, uh, Brick City Buddha. Yeah. Uh, we've got three images uh, with them, one of them together. Uh, one of my favorite images from this new show, this image uh, is, again, obscuring one of their eyes for each of them. But the image itself represents the divine masculine and divine feminine coming together as one. Oh it's goodness. it's yeah it's a beautiful image i, I had
0: an amazing I time already, i can already imagine the yeah. way that you even took pictures of the party it was like even though everybody had camera phones out but it was like the fly on the wall that's what it felt like to me it was like every time i'm like i saw you moving but not knowing what you could see and mm-hmm. so as the pictures were shared over the last couple of days i was like that man captures stuff from angles that i'm like this, this was definitely better than the cell phone. <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> much. I appreciate that. Much.
1: Yeah. I appreciate so, that. Yeah.
0: This will be awesome. So, where will this uh, ocularity photography uh, images be shared? What's the location for your upcoming
1: So, we been. are going to be at Tribeca in the Third Ward down on Emancipation, uh, Emancipation Road. Is it a Road, Street, Avenue, but on Emancipation uh, 2222 Emancipation, okay. uh, to be exact. Uh, like I said, November 12th at seven o'clock. Um, if the event is gonna be epic, we've got the red carpet. We've got an outdoor cigar section. Uh, we've got uh, we've got over 80 pieces of art. Uh, and we've got an aerialist performing. Um, there is also uh, a live harp player of uh, all black artists, all black performers. Uh, just a showcase of black excellence that we're absolutely looking forward to
0: awesome so i would a, a dabble away from photography is there any other interest you have besides photography that you have um that you would like to share or participate in while you're you scared here you plan to living here for a long <laughs> uh
1: yeah i plan on uh, establishing the international headquarters for sharpshoot media here so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna spend a lot of time here. Uh, is the plan, but uh, all the interests that I have, I, I indulge in. You know, I, I if I got a question about something, if I'm curious about something, I I start asking questions. I go for it. Life is short, you know, and I want to get to the age where I'm not able to indulge or and I'm not able to explore and have doubts and questions I'd rather I'd much rather waste my time looking into something that I'm find up not find out I'm not interested in than to have that question later when I can so yeah so everything that I'm interested in I I, I indulge in now again since my passion is people that means I'm I, it, that includes a lot of different things right so you know we went to the Janelle Monet concert last night my favorite part was interacting with the people I was there with, my lady and, and, and her good friend. That's my favorite part of, you know, seeing Janelle Monáe perform. So while I may not be into any one thing in particular, man, good times with good people is always, always a vibe. That's
0: dope, cool. that's dope. Cool. So my last question for you would be, as a artist, photographer, Black man, would Uh, A creator, what is something you want to be remembered for? Or what would you want to share with someone that's looking to do what you do?
1: I want to be remembered for making any human that's ever spent time with me feel like the most important human in the world. That's it. That's it. Whoever's in front of me, at any given moment, is the most important human in the, in the world. I don't care if I've got a relationship with him or not. That's You've crossed my path for a reason, and we're about to find out why. So whether it's making you laugh, making an impact in your life, taking amazing pictures of you and your family, whatever it is, I want them to leave with that impression like, man, he made me feel important.
0: Yeah. I, I I definitely love your response uh, the way that the world is going through all the chaos that it's going through uh, the way that the community is I guess you say dividing men and women amongst each other especially black men and women to hear those words it shows value and standards within yourself so if you're expressing those types of things about what you want to give to others shows what you you know try to take it as well
1: yeah. Um
0: because oftentimes it's reflective. That's how I want to feel, that's what I give out, right? And so that that speaks positive. So I, I definitely love hearing that from that's that's where that good energy comes in, you know? Absolutely. So definitely good stuff. So other than that, where can the people find you? What's your social media website, all of that stuff? And it'll also be included at the bottom of the shadow here.
1: Absolutely. In- so the best way to contact me is through Instagram. I'm Sharpshoot underscore Media. I'm also on uh, Facebook. If uh, if you're if you're over on Facebook, uh, we've also got a website, sharpshoot.net, where you can you know where you can start the booking process by sending an email. Where you can look at my portfolio. I've got a couple client albums up there, and also uh, link to our new brand, Sharpshoot Noir. Uh, that focuses on boudoir and um uh, adult content.
0: That's awesome. Do you travel for photography work?
1: Outside Absolutely. of
0: Houston? Texas,
1: Absolutely. Uh, travel outside of the outside of the state, outside of the country. Uh, there is a travel yes. fee uh, associated, but but uh, yeah if if I'm needed somewhere to take pictures I'm I'm on my way. Awesome.
0: I uh I know this won't be the last time we communicate because I'm definitely planning on being be at the event, of course. and I yeah, got to share it absolutely. with the people.
1: Um, absolutely. but
0: Definitely, I am glad we met your words and encouragement about me and my baby. Awesome. I still receive. And I hope that what you're doing will definitely continue to grow and flourish. Um, speaking life into you right now, okay? So I definitely do believe right. you're, you're going to be uh, continuously doing amazing things out here in thank the you. world. So I definitely thank want to say thank you for right. that. Um, it is imperative that we offer support to one another, we encourage one another, and remember that we're not here for just ourselves, so when people say, oh, I do this for this, but remember, it's going to benefit outside of you, because if you're not giving back to the world, then the world is going to lose itself, and that's what we're struggling with at this moment, yeah. Yeah, what you just shared is beyond just you, your legacy is going to speak for that, so I definitely applaud you, I oh, thank sure. you for sharing your time, and uh, after this, stay tuned because I will definitely share Ocularity back in Cleveland and then the info for what's upcoming in November, or November 12th, 7 p.m. at 2222 Emancipation. Ocularity here in Houston, Texas. So I thank you. I present to you, Mike Brown. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Absolutely, you.
1: Welcome.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we'll talk again. I appreciate you.
1: Ocularity is born from a place of adversity. When I was nine years old, I was diagnosed with uh, cancer behind my eye. I lost my eye uh, to save my life. Everybody here, they're obscuring one of their eyes. I put a limitation on the models, and as you can see, the limitless creativity that can come from what looks like the limitation.